Hello and welcome to the Happiness Injection! Woo! With me, Shanette, and I am going to get you off your head with happiness without drugs or alcohol. It's a very serious discussion today on the happiness injection. So you might want to prepare your piggy bank and you might want to count your pound coins because we're going up Money Mountain today. Woo! Now, in the book of happiness, the route map to inner joy, I hope you've read it. We are at chapter four with Money Mountain and it's quoted in here. It's in which we start flying lizards and end with a philosophical headache. Now, I think what we were trying to do in this chapter is to say that in the science of happiness, having money does actually make you happy. So for all those lovely hippies like me when I was younger, I wanted to live in a caravan and travel around and you know, I wasn't bothered about money. But when life happens to you, when you get a mortgage, when you get children, usually that's when you get a mortgage as well because you've got to put a roof over their heads. And I don't think my children, in fact, I know my children would not be happy if I rolled up in a caravan and said, right, let's crack on. Um, that dream was of a single girl's dream. And the thing about money is it doesn't make you happy. You know, we all know people who are like working like dogs. I don't know why people say working like dogs. Uh, but, you know, they, they're hunting down and, you know, that I always follow like loads of business ones on Twitter and it's TEDx this and TEDx that and, you know, uh, what's it called? Hustle, hustle it. Uh, I all Im- imagine all these business people in suits going into the offices and of course I always think it's in that London and I think, you know, they all go up to each other and they're like, hustle, 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 hustle. <laughs> what does that even mean? I, in my head, it's a dance, obviously. But, you know, they're hustling each other. And for me, Money Mountain is a bit like the comparison. You know, like, why do we want to present to the world? We Lots of people we all know present to the world that they are absolutely loaded, you know? I don't have a house. I live in a converted windmill. I don't have a garden. I have land with a stream. You know, I don't have, you know, free mark dresses. Other shops are available. You know, I only shop at Lala. And you know what? I've been on lots of different points of Money Mountain um, myself, I would definitely say. And when I was a single parent, I'm still a single parent, but when I was a single parent, like just starting, I lived off my teacher's salary, I had a mortgage bigger than my salary, um, a lady called Helen used to come to my house and bring me bags of shopping uh, for the children and, and me, and hard times, but do you know what, in those hard times, and like in my own family life, with my mom and my dad, and, you know, my dad used to be without work, and so he would go fishing with his uncle, and the, the problem was then he would bring all the fish home, this is why I'm really fish-phobic, if I ever go on I'm a Celebrity, it will be fish that will make me cry and run across that bridge to add a deck, but 
mainly because my dad used to boil crabs and lobsters in the bath and I was five and I distinctly remember them screaming and it doesn't matter if you want to come on and tweet me and message me and say they show up, they're not screaming. In my head, they were screaming. And so I used to hang off the door like, free the lobsters, free the crabs, free the lobsters! And like, I don't know. I don't know. It was hard times, but you know what? In those hard times you actually learn so much and it actually gives you that thing that we all, that magical thing that we all want, which is resilience. Because I read a story with the World Cup and if you don't know uh, football, you won't know Romelu Lukaku, but he is Man United's number nine, Romelu Lukaku. And he, I read a story, an amazing story about him that his dad was a professional footballer and his mum... Um, when his dad stopped, he's, they lost all their money and the mum used to just feed them bread and milk and they always had bread and milk and they didn't, they were children so they didn't know any different so they didn't think about, you know, where's my chicken nuggets or, you know, they, that was just what they had. But the day he came home from school at lunchtime at six and his mum was mixing his milk, there wasn't any bread and she was mixing his milk and he realised at six years old she was mixing his milk with water and at that moment, at six years old, he knew they were poor. They were they were on hard times on Money Mountain. And he vowed from that day at six years old that that would not happen, that he would turn this round for his mum, for his dad, for his brother. He's Romelu Lukaku now. And I dread to think his salary. Now, this brings us one point to the other. So, Although being poor isn't brilliant and lots of people are unhappy and you're in the grind and you, you know, I know myself when we, when we, when we didn't have any money as a family, it's really difficult and you feel stressed and you feel, you know, like you're on a hamster wheel. Um, but on the other extreme, like Romelu Lukaku, research shows that having a lot of money doesn't make you any happier. It's just having enough money. Now, that's quite interesting, isn't it? Because on Money Mountain, we all want the big house with gates. We want the swimming pool. You know, one of my friends is a millionaire. We were walking around this garden and he was like, would you want this garden if you could have this garden? And I was like, well, I wouldn't want other people in it. <laughs> and I certainly wouldn't have time to tend it. And he was like, I wouldn't. I've even got plastic flowers in my house uh, because, you know, I, I I can't even keep flowers alive. You know, we were laughing. Um, but I think the gorgeous part of, of money for me is just not comparing yourself. It's, that's where you feel like you haven't got any money when you compare yourself, you know, I always joke in my street, you know, one person gets a new car, then everybody gets a new car, you know, one person gets the windows fitted, everybody gets the windows fitted, um, just a little story on window fitting, um, last week I actually could afford to have my windows replaced in the conservatory, right, <laughs> look like Steptoe's yard for like about five years but I went to this van and I said to these guys can you fit my windows he did say he'd give me a discount uh, if I went for dinner with him but I declined I just said just fit my windows so he came and he was like what are you doing Jeanette and I was like I'm writing a book and he was like Jeanette 
we're here for a good time, not a long time. Stop writing your book. And I was like, but it's not going to write itself. And it's certainly not going to write itself when it's dead. He was like, oh. Then later on, he was like, come for tea with me, Shinette. Come out for Scampi in the Northeast. <laughs> that's like, that's like a top date, like going for tea and having Scampi. Um, and I said, no, I'm sorry, I can't. I got to write this book. And he was like, Shinette, man, you, you, you can, you know, I said, you come out, leave your book. It's like, no, and then I'm going to go to sleep and then I'm going to get up early and then I'm going to carry on writing my book. He was like, oh my goodness, Shinette, you know, you can sleep when you're dead. But the truth is you're not asleep when you're dead, you're dead. <laughs> Try to explain that to him because he had his life philosophy sorted, but it was obviously very different to mine, so I declined. But you know what? I got my windows fitted after five years. And after, every time I walk up the garden, every time I sit in the conservatory, which I really haven't for a long time, I can see out my windows. And that makes me happy. I can see my garden. I can see my weeds. I can see the dog poo on the grass. And it makes me happy. And when I walk up, it doesn't look like I live in Steptoe's yard. I haven't put those photos on Facebook. I haven't shared that on social media because I'm not comparing myself. I don't want anybody to compare their conservatory windows to mine. It just makes me happy getting those windows done and actually having saved enough money to get the windows done without having to get interest-free credit or, you know, that to me is an achievement on Money Mountain. And, you know, having enough money just to get that done it's just great for me because I've come from such a hard place. And if you are in that hard place, I feel for you too because it isn't a great place, but you can get out of it. You can get out of it. And if you are, then go and get debt management advice because <laughs> I'm not financially. Uh, the other <coughs> side of Money Mountain is if you've got enough money or you've got money, give it away. Way. Do you know what? I, I, I sat with my friend yesterday, one of my bestest friends, Mick Griffiths, and we were talking about his school, and his school is a, is a behavioural school. They've done amazing things. I'm going to do a podcast with him. I forgot to do it yesterday because we were having such a good time talking about stuff. But we were, we were there. We were having our dinner. He was telling me how the children want VR headsets. Now, these children, before they came to Mick, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but you know, not many other schools would want them, and he calls them interesting and he's superheroes, and they want VR headsets. Now these children, they don't have couscous, you know, they don't have things like that. And he was like, "Could you retweet that?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course I can," because he's trying to raise money for these headsets. And I said to him, I'm going to donate. And he was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know. And I went on and I made a donation. And he texted me and he said, are you joking? I was only asking you to retweet it. <laughs> but you know what? It felt good. I might never even see those children use those headsets. I will because I follow him on Twitter. But it made me feel good. You know, last week we baked for the homeless. You know, I took the cakes, I gave them to the lady. She was like, wow, you know, like they all, they're always like, wow. And they're always like, whoa, I just can't thank you enough. But you know what? I didn't think about probably the £10 I spent buying the ingredients. I didn't think about the petrol. I just thought about giving. And in my life, I think giving, it, it makes a massive difference, you know. And I think it's hard. People, you know, this, if you look, if you look take action today, you know, go and 
give to a just giving, you know, go and give to somebody without them asking you, without them saying, can you, you know, there's nothing worse than somebody in your family coming around with a sponsor form, is there? <laughs> but do you know what? If you've got something to give, even like 50 pence, you know, go and give it. Give it because you will gain so much more than that 50 pence. You you will, honestly. Honestly, right. Okay, this is the action. On Money Mountain this week, we're not comparing, okay? Stop comparing yourself to what everybody else has got. It's just things. Now, a friend of mine split up with his partner. It's like, she's going to take things. And yeah, of course she's going to take things. But you know what? They're just things. She can't take you, can't take body parts, <laughs> unless you're crazy and then you shouldn't be with them anyway. But they're just things. You know, life in the happiness game is definitely not about things. You know, life in the happiness game is about memories. So, you know, at Christmas, on birthdays, buy a memory making. I met two people on the train yesterday who they were cuddling each other on the platform at half seven when we got on the train to London. And on the way back, um, I saw them and I caught up with them. And I was like, I saw you cuddling this morning and I wanted to join in. You look so gorgeous cuddling on the platform. And they said, oh, we saw you in your beautiful shoes. And we said, oh, I wonder where she's going looking so beautiful. And I was like, oh thank you. And they said, we knew you weren't going to go far in them shoes. <laughs> I was like, that's what cabs are for. And they'd been to the theatre together. They were going to go and see Peter Kay, but obviously it cancelled. And they'd been to the theatre and they'd had a brilliant time. And you know what? We shared our stories together. And I don't think I'll ever forget the fact that I spoke to them after I'd been on the train. Because do you know what? We could have thought those thoughts about each other and we would have never known unless we'd said... But they'd had an experience. I went to London and I went to see somebody speak who I've been a fangirl of. And you know what? It changed my life. It was a £50 ticket. It changed my life. So get out more. Stop using your money if you've got it to buy things and buy experiences. You know, buy, you know, things that your family are going to remember forever. Like even if you've only got a pound, go and buy some chalk. Go out in the street and chalk up a hopscotch and, and just play hopscotch with everybody in your street. <laughs> or just, if you've got a house that you can got a view of your street, chalk a hopscotch on the path and then see how many people hopscotch along it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that this week. I'm going to take chalk out into towns and I'm going to draw hopscotches. So here's action. Go and find somebody to give to and just give without being asked. That's the other key. Just give without being asked, you know. Just go on. A random stranger's just giving and give them five pounds, you know. Put 50p in a tin, you know. Go and, go and see. It'll come to you as soon as you see it. And the other thing is let's make memories with money. On Money Mountain, we don't want the big house and the gates and the fountain. We want memories. I want memories. I want I want memories that my children don't ever forget about being with us. I that's what I want. And that will make me happier than a swimming pool. Because <laughs> I have to be cleaned out. Okay, I'm gonna leave you there with that happy monetary thought. And do you know what? You've probably got enough. If you've got a cupboard full of food, you've probably got enough. So I'm gonna leave you with that this week and 
Thanks for listening and share it with your friends. Share it with that person who's always buying the bigger, better thing and give them some happiness therapy as well. Thanks for listening to the Happiness Injection. See you next time. Bye.